Hey team, welcome back to the Fence Post Podcast brought to you by the Georgia Army National Guard. My name is Command Sergeant Major John Ballinger and we're picking up where we left off from part one of the Fence Post Podcast. This is the Sergeant Major's edition. I think you can look at you can look at any metrics. You can look at your DLC numbers, you can look mm-hmm. at your PME numbers, your height and weight, your ACFT, all those numbers, you can you can look at them and go, hey, it's not it's not incumbent upon me for somebody to do your DLC or for you to be physically fit. But I'm telling you, when we start looking at how well your center of influence is, whether that's a squad, whether that's a team, whether that's a platoon, all the way up to me, mm-hmm. you know, that's what my boss is gonna grade me as, you know, is how well the Georgia Army National Guard is doing. Right. So when we take that center of influence and we look at that non-commissioned officer. And say, hey, we're not just going to judge you based on, and we all know those bullcrap bullet comments that are put on there, right? But base you on metrics Mm -hmm. that your center of influence is actually doing, that's, to me, is when you're going to see change. Because we're going to hold leaders accountable for doing their job, period. So as you start segueing into DLC and and PME, right, and and we start holding others accountable, right, we we have to influence completion of those things. Yes. Uh, One one of the biggest issues I have, you already know what I'm going to say, is we renamed it from structured self-development to a distance learning course. Mm -hmm. Hey, soldier, if you don't have initiative to finish your PME, I don't want you in my formation. Because now you don't have the initiative to the initiative to do the tiny things, the safety checks, the PCCs, the PCIs, to influence younger soldiers to do the right thing too. So if I can't get you to do that, other than forcing you get in the computer lab somewhere and sitting you down and forcing you to do it, is that the person you want to your mm-hmm. child's left or right? I don't believe that some of the soldiers don't understand why they're doing the DLC. I, 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 a lot of times, like we need you to go do it, just do it. Right. But they don't, they don't know. Oh, this you're doing it because so you can have be consideration to be an NCO. Some of those soldiers are not getting the information out there from last year when we discussed it and we put it out there and we started doing the videos for the SRP. A lot of the soldiers didn't know what it took to even be considered to be on the EPS list and what the OML was. I'll tell you, you know, my my 10-year-old, he doesn't have the initiative to take a bath every night. Yeah. Right? But that's I know true, that's yeah. important for him to do. So I have to, just like you, Sergeant Major, have boys at home who don't like to take baths. Right, I but think you know they about, have, they about day four right, right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you have to make them do it, right? You we're, yeah. you have to do that. You have to step in and be that that driving force that goes, hey, this is what is good for you. You have you need to do this in order to progress. And you know? I would agree with everybody at the at the junior level. Kind of, I, I don't know where they went. I don't know where they did their initial in OSIT if they don't understand what DLC they, they, does. They do not. And they do so not. We'll have they that do not so, know what it so is. So next episode, yeah. we can bring TRADOC in and ask those questions yeah. to them. <laughs> I digress. So once, okay, taking that into consideration, once we teach, coach, and mentor them to why they got to do it, once you hit that E5 level, you're leading people in combat. So, so Yeah, so at DLC 3, DLC 4, Right. right. I, I don't expect the one. them to hold your hand. It's right. just like taking a bath, right? Absolutely. When you when you're when you're twenty five, <laughs> I shouldn't have to coach you into getting in the shower. Like you gotta do it. Same thing with our soldiers. You know, we, we have to coach, train, mentor them, hey, this is what the glide path looks like. This is what you're mm-hmm. required to do, this is what you're expected to do. And not only are you expected to do it, E four, but I expect you once you complete your DLC, now you need to go talk train to two other right. people that have to complete their DLC too. Mm-hmm. And then who is that to get them through it as right. well, right? So 
I know we're, we're getting a little bit a little bit tight on time. Hey, um, so th- just real quick, what I want to hit on as we as we're talking about soldiers, which is really good um, to me, is kind of the soldiers that we see right now in the force. And this is I know this can be a sensitive topic a little bit because every time as as our battlefield circulate and y'all battlefield circulate too, because I know y'all do it, is as I hear comments all the time of, well, when I was a PFC. We didn't do that. And when I was at E5, we did this and not that. And some of that may be true, right? Because soldiers, you know, we recruit um, from outside the wire. We recruit, right, from, from the civilian population. That's where we recruit from, the majority. Some of them come from active duty, but the majority of them. And then we bring them back inside the wire, right? But they're a product of their environment. right? So we only have them for an extremely short amount of time. Um, and we have to kind of shape by the time we got that soldier and help conform them and them to understand our values and what we do. So to me, those soldiers, when we go, well, when I was at E5, I was this way. Okay, well, who was your platoon sergeant that was really good that mm-hmm. shaped you into thinking right. that way? Yeah. Right. So I hold us a little bit accountable, too, to go, hey, if your platoon is not up to the standard and you think your platoon's garbage, then you're probably a doggone garbage platoon mm-hmm. sergeant. Yeah. And, and they get to understand, like, just because, like you said, we get them from the civilian world and bring them in. We don't train. A lot of people still like to train the time. Like this is a, we, we bust in a lot on, yeah. on Saturday and Sunday, and everybody that can hear this podcast, if you, if you, if you disagree with me on that, then y'all aren't doing it right. You know, um, going home on Saturday afternoon is a luxury. Yes. That is not right. So sometimes we got to work a little bit later to get those points across and to show you something else, bring you out of the field and go, all right, now we got to focus on admin this evening. Here's an MRE and stay here at the armory. I think maybe there's some people out there that are missing that, that training time. They don't yeah. understand, like, oh, I got you now. now. Now we can come in, we can cool off, and we can talk about, you know, that DPS thing. Who here knows why you should do that DLC? Who here knows why you should have that initiative? Who do you know in the community that would benefit from being this? Or, you know, I think we missed some time there. We could get after recruiting. Yeah. But as we talk about, you know, in the Army, we're less than 1% <coughs> of the population, right? So we're an elite group. So those soldiers' mindset, they got to understand, hey, you have joined, you've signed a contract to be in an elite unit. And our elite unit is the Georgia Army National Guard, right? Not everybody does it. We're less than 1% of the population. So we need to talk that and go, hey, we you need to get to – Achieve these goals, right? Make yourself better. You came in for that structure. They all did it. I did it. You know, they're looking for something when they join the guard. We got to provide that something, and, and we can't do it um, a couple hours on Saturday and a couple hours on Sunday. You have to do it all the time, yeah. right? It's incumbent upon us to make sure that we build our replacements, right? So I think, sorry, Major, much to your initial point, and I didn't um, introduce myself to, to start with the first time. So I'm Command Sergeant Major Cummings, Command Sergeant Major of the 148 BSB. But back to your initial point, I think soldiers, they, these soldiers, this generation of soldiers, they match energy. So whatever we're on, that's what they're on. Mm-hmm. So if we're on some disrespect, if yeah, their leader, yeah. their first-line leader is disrespecting them, then they're going to disrespect them back. Just um, like their parents. Yeah, Same thing. It's, it's just that simple, yeah. in, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with that at all. Hey, so I'm, I'm we're gonna kind of wind it down just a little bit. Hey, I'm extremely proud to be your state sergeant major. Um, 
Uh, to be honest with you, as I, as I look at Sergeant Major Keeney and we kind of talked that, I didn't think me or him, either one, would ever think we'd get past the rank of E4 or E5. I know I did not. Um, I was one four then, or five times. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so, uh, you know. I'd like to hear that story. Uh, I've got that's a another, bunch. It's yeah. a different podcast. So, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, but we'll talk it. I'm not, I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not ashamed to talk that either. That's so some that's, good teaching, coaching, yeah. and mentoring and the missteps I made so, coming up in the organization yeah, as well. So yeah. if you want to hear how to keep going uh, – among setbacks that you have in your career. Fighting adversity, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, we can do that one too. That's about <laughs> an hour and a half podcast. But, hey, I, I'm extremely, <laughs> extremely excited for the new role uh, that I've been selected um, to take on. Um, I think I don't think I know we have great non-commissioned officers. We got great junior enlisted. We got really good officers and warrant officers in the organization. You know, it, we have to flatten communication a little bit. We need to get after that. So we're all, all uh, cross-talking. Um, our global engagement right now, we get out of six combatant commands, we have soldiers from the Georgia Army National Guard serving in all six. You know, 48th Brigade's got a mobilization pending uh, very soon with about half the brigade going on that. Sergeant Major right. Kenny, if you want to talk that for, for two seconds right quick. Okay. So uh, coming up the fall this year, we'll kind of get into our, our pre-mobilization uh, training um, after uh, kind of during the holidays, really. Uh, we'll move on from that into our post-mobilization training, and then first of the year, uh, we will go wheels up to a couple of different AORs across CENTCOM and Europe. Uh, we've got 1st Battalion, 2nd Battalion, 3rd Battalion, 148th, uh, 177BEB. Am I missing somebody on that one? You got soldiers from every, every yeah, battalion? Yeah, I mean, in everybody the in the 48th is, is paying a price to go from... Kosovo to Sinai and Egypt uh, to northern Iraq and Kuwait and, and some other undisclosed locations uh, that we're not going to put on here right now. But, uh, you know, if you had any questions about whether the Georgia Army or Air National Guard is relevant from what State Sergeant Major just said, we're everywhere around the globe. Some you know, some you don't, and we're doing the job every day and we have people in harm's way. So kudos to you for making a sacrifice, everybody that hears this, and just make sure you you thank your families for allowing you uh, the leeway to be able to do this and, and everyone that supports you, your family unit uh, personally and professionally across the nation. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. You know, 201st has got their headquarters mobilized right now. 648th has got units mobilized uh, to the southwest border and abroad. I mean, you got elements. Uh, 78th Troop Command Aviation is always mobilized. Mm -hmm. um, even, even elements of Joint Force Headquarters and uh, individual augmentees Again, we, we out of six combat commands, we, we got we got Georgia Army National Guard soldiers in all six. Um, we truly have a global engagement, and I'll tell you, I'll put any of those up against any other state as we talk about large states, which Georgia is. Minnesota comes to mind, California, New York. Um, you know, Florida flirts with it a little bit, but no one is engaged as a Georgia Army National Guard. Uh, and I'll put our soldiers up against any one of them any day of the week to. Uh, also with Compo One too. Like I go to Fort yep. Stewart on a weekly basis. <laughs> I see that what their product is, and it ain't even close to what our product is. And we only get our soldiers a very, very limited, finite amount of time, and we still uh, are producing the best of the best. So, hey, I appreciate it. Make sure if you want to hear some topics and you want to hear uh, us get together again and talk, just let us know uh, what you want to talk about, and uh, we'll spin it up and uh, get that communication out there. Hey, I appreciate it, Sergeant Major, uh, for y'all joining me today uh, and uh, getting the first uh, Fence Post podcast, Sergeant Major's edition uh, out. Thank you.